Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Make no payments on your next windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. I'm Robert Workman, WTOP Traffic. Expect overcast skies here early this morning. There'll be a few spotty showers around the area and maybe a touch of fog. But temperatures, wow, on the milder side, 40 to 45 degrees. And pretty warm for your Saturday afternoon as temperatures rise to the lower and upper 60s across the area. Chance of additional showers 9 a.m. till 1 p.m. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, 49 at Reagan National, 43 BWI Marshall, 51 at Dallas. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. It's Saturday morning. It's the weekend, everybody. We've made it. Welcome in. February 10th, 2024. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up this morning on our Saturday, a quadruple local shooting in D.C. leaves one man dead, three others injured. Also, two men arrested in connection to the shooting of a two-year-old boy in Prince George's County. I'm Matt Koufax. Campaign 2024. A big political name has entered the Maryland U.S. Senate race. I'm Mitchell Miller, today on The Hill. Good morning. Welcome in. 1 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Erin Rubin. A deadly plane crash in Naples Friday on a major interstate after a jet attempting an emergency landing on I-75 collided with a car and burst into flames. CBS's Manuel Bohorquez says two people died. We've learned that it was just three miles from the runway where it was trying to land in the Naples area. But also the NTSB sent a longer statement about what's going on. They say they do have one investigator already on the ground, but more will arrive. They'll be looking at flight track data recordings of air traffic control communications and aircraft maintenance records, of course, also interviewing any survivors and witnesses on the ground. The plane was flying from Columbus, Ohio, and had five people on board. The White House is slamming the special counsel's comments on the president's memory. Top White House officials are now saying politics motivated special counsel Robert Hur in his report to describe President Biden as an elderly man with poor memory. Vice President Kamala Harris questioned the special counsel's integrity and said his characterizations of Mr. Biden's memory was politically motivated. The spokesman for the White House counsel's office said the decision by her not to charge Biden for keeping classified information was obvious because the records were notes from Mr. Biden and because the president cooperated with the Justice Department investigation. Bo Erickson, CBS News, Washington. Two earthquakes Friday, one in Hawaii. The USGS registered that one, a 5.7, and a 4.6 magnitude earthquake was felt in Malibu. I went running out. (laughs) I just, in the back of my mind, I didn't want to be stuck in an old building, and who knows if it was going to get worse or not. There were also aftershocks, but no reports of major damage. Israel has a new plan for Rafah in southern Gaza. Evacuate civilians and launch a ground offensive against Hamas. The order comes ahead of an expected ground invasion of the crowded city on the border with Egypt. The U.N. estimates more than a million Palestinian civilians are sheltering there after fleeing the fighting in other parts of Gaza. U.N. spokesman Stefan Dejarek is wary of the plan. We are extremely worried about the fate of civilians. He also wonders what where the civilians will be sent. We would not support in any way forced uh, displacement. The Israeli prime minister says Rafah is the last remaining Hamas stronghold and that the militant units there must be collapsed. Linda Kenyon, CBS News. 
Volunteers scraped 50 pounds of gum off the seats at Red Rocks. Proud of their work at the outdoor concert venue outside of Denver, they wrote on Facebook, the benches look so amazing and so clean. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. WT at 103. Keeping the mic on helps. Good Saturday morning. Welcome to the weekend. It is February 10th. Cloudy. Might see an isolated spotty shower by daybreak on Saturday. Veronica said the low should hold in the 40s. We're at 48 in Washington right now. And a good Saturday morning to you. We thank you for taking us along for your weekend Saturday morning ride. Topping the local stories we're following on WTLP for you this hour. Breaking news on WTOP. One man is dead this morning. Three others are hospitalized after being shot in Northeast D.C. It all happened on Rom Street in the Trinidad neighborhood around 10 p.m. last night, Friday night. Police said this morning one of the victims in the case was found inside a building while another was found outside. Two other men who were injured in the same shooting went to the hospital on their own. What we do now is that four people were shot, one person is deceased. Three others have non leg frequent injuries at the hospital. That's, that's all we have right now currently. We're going to canvas for witnesses. Violent Crimes Branch is going to be doing the investigation. And uh, hopefully we'll get more evidence and facts as uh, the night rolls on. Fifth District Commander Sylvan Altieri Saturday morning. In another case, arrests have been made in connection with the murder of a two-year-old boy in the Langley Park area locally. On Thursday, it happened. Prince George's County Police say this morning two men are in custody. That two-year-old, Johnny Pucaceras, and his mother were caught in the crossfire, Assistant Police Chief Vernon Hill says. These are the cases we lose sleep over. 33-year-old Israel Fuentes and 28-year-old Johnny Tercios of Lewisdale are charged with first and second degree murder. Police say there were two other individuals with Fuentes and Tercios who were driving around in a stolen SUV when they got out and started shooting at another group of people. It does appear to be a shootout between two groups for unknown reason. Police say they're still looking for two others that were in that stolen car and want to talk to the people who were getting shot at. No motivation is clear right now. We'll never forget these cases because children are not supposed to die. In Prince George's County, Matt Koufax, WTOP News. Police this Saturday morning are asking members of the community to speak up if they know anything about this shooting incident. They say community cooperation was instrumental in making these two arrests so far. WTOP at 105. Talk politics on WTOP this weekend, Saturday morning, campaign 2024, and a major political development as we roll into the weekend in Maryland we're hearing about now. Former two-term Republican Governor Larry Hogan, who at one time mulled over running for the White House, is now apparently running formally for that U.S. Senate seat. WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller today on the Hill Saturday morning. My fellow Marylanders, you know me. Hogan served two terms as governor, a Republican who prides himself on cutting through partisanship in a majority Democratic state. For eight years, we proved that the toxic politics that divide our nation need not divide our state. Hogan speaking in a video he released on X. He'll seek the GOP nomination that already includes more than a half dozen Republican candidates. On the Democratic side, Maryland Congressman David Trone and Prince George's County Executive Angela Alsobrooks are the top candidates seeking to replace retiring Senator Ben Cardin. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. WTOP at 106. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser still urging monumental sports owner 
Ted Leonsis to keep the two teams in downtown D.C. And Walt Bowser is casting doubts this weekend on whether or not the proposed arena for the Caps and Wizards in Northern Virginia will ever cross that finish line. Leonsis says that he feels pretty good about where things stand this weekend. The owner of the Caps and Wiz sat down with WTOP to talk about the latest political developments surrounding this issue. They say democracy sometimes isn't pretty. I'm comfortable with where we are on the process. That's how Ted Leonsis is feeling right now, as his plan to move the Caps and Wizards to Virginia still needs to be approved by the Alexandria City Council and the Virginia General Assembly. Dozens of Alexandria residents who are opposed to the plan traveled to Richmond this week to lobby lawmakers against it. Leonsis tells WTOP. It's a very, very passionate group of residents. You know, I take all of the conversations and discussions uh, very seriously. Some of the main concerns from residents center around transportation and added traffic congestion that would come along with a new arena in the area. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. WTOP at 107. Good morning. Glad you're with us. Federal solutions from Spectrum Enterprise, part of Charter Communications, deliver technology federal agencies need today. Spectrum Enterprise has decades of experience designing and implementing solutions and a nationwide reach with more than 230,000 fiber route miles. Spectrum Enterprise Federal Solutions help to simplify operations and turn the challenges of federal network modernization into opportunities for agencies and for the people they serve. Learn more at enterprise.spectrum.com federal. It is Saturday morning. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. Thanks for starting it with us this early 1 a.m. hour, February 10th. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, 24-7 on WTLP. Traffic first for that over to Robert Workman this Saturday morning. A big project in Northeast this morning along Kenilworth Avenue, DC 295, putting in a new pedestrian overpass in the stretch north of Burroughs Avenue. So between Eastern Avenue and Benning Road, we're down to at most one lane of traffic getting by through there. And occasionally they stop all traffic for 15 or 20 minute intervals to reposition some of their equipment. Southbound traffic just started moving again as you come down from Eastern Avenue. There'll be delays off of the BW Parkway and Route 50 heading into Northeast. Northbound traffic, a lot of it is using the service roadway to go up towards East. Eastern Avenue, uh, so that's an option, but it's still going to be kind of slow as you head north from Benning Road. Accident investigation on the Whitney Young Bridge on westbound East Capitol Street. That's still closed on the way over towards RFK Stadium, so follow the police detour through there. Earlier crash on the northbound Baltimore-Washington Parkway, just north of the Beltway and Greenbelt is out of the way. You may still see some flashing lights over on the shoulder. Beltway looks okay north of town through Bethesda and down towards the American Legion Bridge. Virginia Beltway incident-free between Tyson's Corner and Springfield. Still some uh, bridge inspection going on southbound on I-95 south of Dale City, but only a single left lane is blocked through there. You'll also see a pothole crew going southbound in the express lanes on I-95. The WTOP newsroom is furnished by Regency Furniture. Shop Regency for the best dining, living room, and bedroom sets, plus brand name mattresses. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looks so good. I'm Robert Workman, WTOP Traffic. We've got a mild weekend ahead of us with temperatures in the 50s and 60s each afternoon. But there will be some showers around the area. Let's start with this morning here. Overcast, patchy fog, and there, there's a chance for a few showers, mainly between 9 a.m. and 1 p.m. today. Temperatures with southwesterly winds will top out in the lower to upper 60s across the area. And additional rain for Sunday, more widespread and more numerous. That rain could last till 2 p.m. with highs topping out in the lower 50s. 
50s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We're at 48 degrees in our nation's capital. 1 a.m. hour Saturday morning, February 10th. Glad you're with us this early morning. Welcome in. Brought to you this time around by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months. No payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP 110. We bring you money news at 10 and 40 past. Cisco Systems is the latest big tech company cutting jobs. Expected to announce thousands of layoffs next week. Baggiano's Little Italy is closing its Tyson's Galleria restaurant after 30 years. But it'll reopen at Tyson's Corner Center. Popular D.C. bar Whitlow's is launching a Potomac River Party boat. Whitlow's on water. The S&P 500 index rallied 29 points in Friday's session, a half percent. It closed above 5,000 for the first time ever. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. WTOP at 111. Good morning. The savings rock when you find a new way to roll, like sharing the ride to work. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others who live and work near you. It's easy and free. Plus, you can get cash and other rewards for carpooling, up to $600 a year. Get rolling on a new way to work with Rideshare. Register today at commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Show your love this Valentine's with exquisite fashion jewelry from Diamonds Direct and save an extra 20%. Now through Valentine's, all fashion favorites at Diamonds Direct are on sale. All earrings, all bracelets, all necklaces, stackable bands, colored gemstone jewelry, and more. Lots of romantic and timeless gifts for under $500. Special financing available, too. Don't miss this. An extra 20% savings on all fashion jewelry favorites at Diamonds Direct. Shop in-store or online at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. It's Saturday, February 10th. The weekend's here, everybody. Thanks for starting it with us here at WTLP. If you're just joining us, it's comfortable this morning. Cloudy. You might see an isolated spotty shower by daybreak. Veronica says the low will hold in the 40s till Saturday's daybreak. We're at 48 in Washington right now. I'm Dean Lane. Welcome in. 113 on WTLP. Glad you're with us this morning. This is WTOP News. Russian President Vladimir Putin has used an interview with former Fox News host Tucker Carlson to urge Washington to recognize Moscow's interest and persuade Ukraine to sit down for talks. Putin also said, apparently, that Russia stands ready to negotiate a potential prisoner exchange that would eventually free Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gershkovich. He was detained, you may remember, almost a year ago on false espionage charges. This morning, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green explains the timing of this interview. There's an election going to happen later this year. There's a war going on that uh, Russia's not doing well in. There's economic trouble. And there's something that somebody I was speaking to earlier today said that uh, he's like a shark. He senses blood in the water. And he has been watching the dysfunction in the U.S. that's been taking place. And being what he is, which is an old intelligence guy, he is uh, likely looking for a way and an opportunity to leverage what's going on in the U.S. to his benefit. And so all of this right now is likely to try to help his cause in all of those things, an election, the war, economic troubles, and, of course, to continue to meddle in U.S. politics. Well, why Tucker Carlson, whose videos are seen on X? Well, 
regardless of what you think of Tucker Carlson, Vladimir Putin views him as sympathetic. Tucker Carlson has said things over over time and over the years that would give one the impression that he does maybe have some areas where he identifies with the way Vladimir Putin thinks. And the one thing is very clear about engaging with the Kremlin. You don't get in there to do an interview, especially these days, unless it's going to be friendly. And if you look at this interview between Putin and Tucker Carlson, it was mostly Putin. The first half an hour, 40 minutes was a lecture, basically. And then there were situations where Carlson tried to speak and Putin just sort of admonished him. So it looked as though he was controlling him. So this was something that was done on Putin's terms with a person he felt comfortable with, I suppose. And I suppose Tucker Carlson fit the bill. J.J., Putin says he's willing to work out a deal to free the Wall Street Journal reporter. But Russia has been holding another American for more than five years now. You spoke with Paul Whelan over the Christmas holidays, and he expressed deep concern that this very thing would actually happen. He actually did, and he mentioned that on Christmas Eve. One of the very first things he said, I am deeply concerned that the Russians are going to try to strike a deal with the United States to bring Evan Gershkovich home and leave me behind for a third time. And I asked him why he felt that way. And he said, because they've been moving the goalpost the entire time I've been here. He said uh, there was an opportunity early on in his detention where the U.S. could have traded uh, Maria Butina, Victor Boot, and Konstantin Yurchenko for him. President Trump at the time declined to do that. And so he said that they realized that they had something here. So when Brittany Griner and Trevor Reed came into the picture, they moved them ahead of him, considering the fact that they could get something more for him. And that's exactly what he was afraid of, that this kind of scenario would come up. I will say this. The U.S. government has told me they're absolutely not interested in trading one for one. They want to trade for both of them, Evan Gershkovich and Paul Whelan. So we'll have to see how and if this interview makes a difference. WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green talking there with Sean and Ann. Quick look at the top stories early Saturday morning we're following for you. This weekend on WTOP, former Maryland Republican Governor Larry Hogan makes it official, says he is formally entering Maryland's U.S. Senate race. President Joe Biden and the White House Counsel pushing back this weekend on a special counsel's report this week questioning the president's memory and mental sharpness. And two people are dead locally after, actually, two people are dead after a small plane made an emergency landing on a Florida highway. Keep it here for more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. How many times will you risk that dangerous climb in and out of the bathtub this new year? It's a smart resolution to convert that unsafe, ugly old bathtub to a gorgeous new shower. The shower system from PJ Fitzpatrick features a low, low entry that means no more tub hopping for 2024. A PJ Fitzpatrick shower is luxurious, affordable, and it all installs in just one day. Plus, PJ Fitzpatrick will include a free designer safety package this month. Visit TrustPJ.com for your free design consultation. You check your phone, what, 50 times a day? Because there's always something new. It's the same with breaking news. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter.
Want to know what's on the road ahead of you? Check with WTOP for traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. They're a must for every driver. Okay, you've got your seatbelt on, you've got your car started. What's next? Check my mirrors. Uh... Check the traffic report on WTOP. Now you got it. WTOP traffic updates anytime you're on the road. WTOP News. Facts matter. Working on a nightmare. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. It's Saturday morning, February 10th. Welcome into WTOP at 118. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks 24-7, traffic always first. For that, let's head over to Robert Workman in the WTOP Traffic Center. Northbound I-95 looks good from Dale City up towards Springfield. Southbound a little busier south of Dale Boulevard uh, with a work zone before you get to 234 in Dumfries. Taking away your left lane. They were taking away two lanes for a time. This is better. Uh, So you head south down towards Dumfries, but it may cost you a minute or two. Eastbound 66, Dulles Toll Road, Route 7, all a good end towards the Beltway into Tyson's Corner. Interloop is uh, moving well up and across the American Legion Bridge and continuing through Bethesda and Silver Spring. No issues along I-270 or I-95 coming down towards the Maryland Beltway. Earlier problem on northbound BW Parkway just north of the Beltway near Greenbelt Road is out of the way. Still have the ongoing construction in northeast Kenilworth Avenue down to just one lane in each direction and occasionally all stopped both ways between Benning Road and Eastern Avenue. They're going to be out there until 5 o'clock this morning. So using New York Avenue as an alternate will probably work a little bit better for you as you come in through Chevrolet. Northbound traffic is going to try and go up the 3rd Street Tunnel and use outbound New York Avenue instead. I'm Robert Workman, WTLP Travel. Mostly cloudy to cloudy skies this morning, but our temperature is starting out on the higher side. Low to mid-40s across the area, and there is a touch of fog, some patchy fog around the area. With south to southwesterly winds, we'll see our temperatures later today in the lower to upper 60s. A couple of morning showers, too, on tap up until 1 p.m., but lots of dry hours for the afternoon and evening. And then rain for Sunday morning up until about 1 to 2 p.m., a cooler day in the lower 50s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now we're at 44 degrees, College Park 46, Fairfax 51, the National Mall 48 and holding once again in our nation's capital. And coming up this half hour, Saturday morning for you on WTLP This Morning. Thousands of us got burned by scammers last year. I'm Neil Loggenstein. Good morning. Glad you're with us here at WTLP. No matter who we are or where we come from, We all experience difficulties in life. Military veterans know that sometimes it takes strength and determination to make it through. Whether it's obvious physical challenges or struggles on the inside, it takes strength to ask for help when you need it. I knew that I had to get support, not just for me, but for the sake of my wife and kids. Talking about it has helped me feel more like myself again. Honestly, it was hard to open up at first, but it's changed my life for the better. Learn how veterans like us have reached out for help and hear stories of strength and recovery at maketheconnection.net. It's Saturday. Welcome to the weekend, February 10th. Glad you're with us here at WTLP. Time now is 121 on your Saturday morning. 
This is WTOP News. And who police say opened fire on officers during the chase locally as shots in southeast D.C. All happening just before 7 p.m. last night on Bangor Street, we're told, a few blocks away from the Hillcrest Rec Center. D.C. police officers were at the time, we're told, patrolling the area when they stopped to speak to a man who they saw in the courtyard of an apartment building and then ran away into an alley. Officers followed the man and they say he pulled a gun and shot at the officers. They returned fire, striking the man. He was taken to a local hospital with non-life-threatening injury. Our officers were conducting proactive policing, which is what I expect them to do. And it's unfortunate that someone assumes that it is okay to shoot at our officers when we're trying to proactively prevent crime in this particular area. We've heard from our community members over and over and over again that they want to see us present in these places. And we are here. Our officers were exactly where we needed them to be, doing exactly what we needed them to do. D.C. Police Chief Pamela Smith, no officers were injured during that incident Friday. Nobody likes getting scammed, right? It's expensive and can be quite inconvenient. Now we're learning a lot of us were scammed, actually, in the past year. Consumers in our area reported losing $13 million to scams in just last year. That reflects almost 6,300 reports of fraud. With an average loss of about $442, says Jay Mansfield of the Federal Trade Commission. Identity theft and impoverished scams top the list. The way a consumer would typically come across this, either they get a notification that an account has been opened in their name, or they go to get a credit card and discover that somebody has opened a credit card in their name in the last few months, and they didn't realize that because they didn't do it. If someone claims to be from a government agency and says you need to make a payment with gift cards or cryptocurrency, he says that's always a scam. Neil Augenstein, WTLP. New York authorities say an arrest has been made in connection this week to a shooting that happened in Times Square. ABC News senior investigative correspondent Aaron Katursky is in New York with the very latest for Saturday morning. A 15-year-old who police called armed and dangerous has been caught after allegedly shooting a tourist in Times Square. Jesus Figueroa was apprehended in Yonkers less than 24 hours after police say he opened fire on officers and fled. The tourist struck in the leg, telling our station WABC, I leave Brazil, which is a dangerous place, to come here. Now I'm a little scared. The shooting follows the assault on police captured on body camera outside a migrant shelter in Times Square nearly two weeks ago. Sunday's big Super Bowl will have a retro feel for 49ers fans. In 1994 it was when San Francisco last won the Super Bowl. Mike Shanahan was the offensive coordinator, Ed McCaffrey, was a wide receiver then. Now their sons, both of them, will be on the field with Kyle Shanahan as the 49ers head coach on Sunday and Christian McCaffrey as the team's star running back. Ed says this morning he and his wife are trying to keep calm and have a positive attitude this weekend like they did when Christian and his brothers first started playing sports. Lisa and I have four boys. We've watched thousands of their games over the years. And in the beginning, you get overly nervous. And at some point, you might get so nervous that you lose the fun of being a parent. And, a, and you're not really helping them if, if you're nervous. So we try to be positive, have good energy. That is Ed McCaffrey on CBS Morning. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP. Sports at 25 and 55. WTOP Sports Time, Saturday morning at 125. And here's Frankie. Wizards played pretty well. They fought hard, but in the end, they were outscored 36-16 in the third quarter. 
That was a difference. Wiz fall at the very good Celtics. 133-129. Corey Kispert had 24 points to lead the way for the Wizards, who are now 9-42. They've lost five straight. Host Philadelphia back home on Saturday.